Hello and welcome to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. Our desire with these episodes is to provide quality content based on the material we're working through in our weekly core group meetings. We're striving to build a multi-demographic community of believers with the purpose of glorifying God through proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and resting in Christ. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Redeemer Church Columbus podcast. This is essentially a podcast where we are getting together to discuss the content of our core group meetings. This evening we're going to be looking at the 10th topic that we've had so far, or the 8th topic so far, but our 10th meeting. Now on this topic, what we're going to be looking at, at this idea of gospel rest. Now this is something that uh, it's near and dear to my heart, but it's something that we're going to explore in more detail in about seven or eight weeks or so um, when we explore the idea of law and gospel distinction. And in that, what we're going to do is go into more detail of the purposes of the law, and we're going to look at in that just um, the idea of legalism and then antinomianism. antinomianism. And so my goal today is not to go into all of that, but essentially just look at um, the importance of this reality as we seek to grow Redeemer Church. Now, I have the joy and honor and privilege to sit in here with Nick. Nick, how is everything going your way this week? It is going good. I'm glad to be here. Well, man, I'm awesome. I'm glad that you got to be here in person, you and your family and my family. Because everyone else videoed in, but which is awesome. Love that we have the technology to do that. So, um, Nick, as we get into this ideal of gospel rest, will you go ahead and just read that statement for us? Yes, it says, We at Redeemer Church understand that life is not always easy and often can be overwhelming. This means that when life is hard, we ultimately rest in God's sovereignty, sovereignty and that even when we do not understand how or why the things happen in the way they do that they are for God's glory and good Matthew 11 28 through 30 and Romans 8 28 along with this reality every individual struggle against sin is an ongoing process thus as we war against our sinful nature we seek rest in the finished work of God through what Christ did on the cross all right so though we're going to look at this section um, pretty much in two parts um, I want to begin by just kind of noting that the wording of this looks different than the previous two, uh, previous three um, vision statements and will look different than our next vision statement because it says we at Redeemer Church understand. The other ones say we uh, Redeemer Church strives to be or desires to be or something along those lines. This one says we understand. Because this statement is not a statement of, let's do this one day, but a statement of, we have to be a continual reminder of this for the believer, so that as we're building this community of believers up, we're living in light of this truth, rather than really focusing on this at some point or another, intertwining this reality in everything that we do now. Because when we understand gospel rest the way we should, it brings much joy to the individual, and just really a peace above all else. And so 
Um, we're going to look at this in two sections. First and foremost, um, really just the idea that there's things that we can't control. And the second one really is just our sinful nature. Well, what would be the first one? Yeah, so really things that we can't control. The statement itself really says that life is not always easy and often can be overwhelming. I think that's an understatement most of the time. It says this means that when life is hard, we ultimately rest in God's sovereignty. And even when we do not understand how and why things happen the way they do, that we uh, that they are for God's glory and our good. Now, in that, we looked at Matthew 11, 28 through 30, as well as Romans 8, 28. But really, just this idea and this promise that life is hard. Now, that's not a very reassuring promise, but it's a promise in itself. Um, that life is difficult and hard. And I use this very shallow example of a catalytic converter going out in my suburban this week and uh, thankfully, we have some family near and dear to us that are allowing us to use a vehicle and all of these things. But essentially, that life is just full of ups and downs, some easy, some difficult, some light, some heavy, some small, some big, but things that just kind of stop us in our tracks sometimes. If it be vehicle trouble like I just used, or be loss of loved ones, or a couple having a miscarriage, or if it be financial struggles, loss of job. I mean, you know, just not to be a little too on the nose, but a, a natural, uh, just a universal pandemic that hit, you know, life is full of things that we just can't control. We don't understand why and how things occur, but the promise that we do see in Romans eight twenty eight is that for those who love God, meaning those who are redeemed, those who are regenerate, those who have been saved by Christ, all things work together for their good. Maybe not be their physical good, may not be their earthly good, but it's for their good. And it's their good because it's God's glory. It's for God's glory and God's will is being done. And so though life is difficult and hard sometimes for things that we can't control, we can ultimately rest in knowing that God is in control. So what would be the second part to this? All right, well, the second part is more or less our sin. Um, and the war against our sin, the here and the now. We we looked at several verses for this. One uh, in particular is Romans 7. And it's really this amazing verse that um, it's almost like the, you know, the song or the, the thing where Peter Piper picked a, peeper, pe- picked a pack of peppers. Uh, it's like this tongue-tie thing. Paul essentially writes this tongue-tie thing where he says, look, I do the things I don't want to do, and I don't do the things I want to do. And it's not I who do the things I don't want to do, but it's I, it's my sin in me that do the things I don't want to do. When I do what is right, it is not, it's just this really confusing uh, phrase and set of words put together, but it's this amazing truth for us. It's that no matter what, we're going to war with sin in our life. So we're often going to do things that we as regenerate individuals just do not want to do. Meaning we're going to war with sin and the new nature or God nature essentially is going to fight against our fleshly nature. And so there's going to be times where we fight against sin and we lose battles. There's going to be times 
where we war against it and we just come up short. There's so many times that even Paul admitted that he's gonna, we're going to do the things that we don't want to do, though we want to do something different. And see, but ultimately this statement is an encouragement to us because as along with that reality, every individual struggle against sin is an ongoing process. This, as we war against our sin, full nature, we set, we sit, we seek rest in the finished work of God through Christ, what Christ did on the cross. And so we rest in Christ when it comes to our sin because Christ is the one that ultimately saves us. And if Christ is the one who saves us, he's the one who keeps us. And if he's the one who keeps us, he's the one that holds us. And if he's holding us, then it doesn't matter how much we sin. He's not going to eventually say, I know I saved you, but you look way uglier and dirtier than I thought I was getting. See, Christ is not that, um, he's not that person that we can make better. He, he doesn't look at us as people that he can make better or people that he could change or people that he can do this. Christ knew exactly who he was getting when he redeemed anyone. He's not surprised by our sin. He's not surprised by our sinful actions. He's not surprised by anything that occurs. He's sovereign. And so the point being here is that when we continue to war with this sin and we continue to battle in this sin and we even fall sometimes we ultimately not only rest in christ as our savior to save us from such sin but we're resting in him to take our struggle and give us the power to overcome the sin we're not warring alone we're warring with a heavenly being that has conquered sin and death and the grave and now brought us salvation because he can uh, defeat it all and so when we war with sin we're not alone we have Christ on our side, the one that has defeated sin, but he has also given us a group of individuals that encourage and build us up and help us overcome the sin in our life. And so this reality, though, does cause us to just rest. And so I want to end with this thought, and Nick, I'll let you add anything after. So if you want to be thinking through that, when I say the word rest, that can mean a lot for different people. Rest is a very nuanced word that rest differs depending on what's going on. Sleeping is not always restful. Um, sometimes what's restful for individuals is to cut grass or to play video games or uh, whatever that causes them this inner just peace of what's going on. And in saying all of this, what we're saying is that Christ should be our ultimate rest. That when life is difficult, when sin is hard, when we're warring against the things that we don't want to do, Christ is the one that we go to and we have Sabbath in, we have rest in. That he's the one that we're trusting in no matter what. Not, not our wives, not our husbands, not our children, not our sports, not our hobbies, not our work. But we're trusting in God through Christ above all else. And so Nick, that's all I got, man. Do you want to add anything to the conversation today? Uh, I think I'm good today. Yeah, well, I figured you might say something along those lines. Well, my hope and desire is that this episode has been beneficial for you guys. Um, and if you have any questions on what this looks like or anything I need to elaborate on, please reach out to me. Um, you can do it uh, through social media or uh, email me directly at jamesredeemercolumbus.com. And so thanks for listening. Have a great week.
Thank you for listening to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. We hope this material has been beneficial. 